Welcome to the In My Head podcast, where I share sporadic thoughts that plague my mind in hopes that they'll transform your life. Hello, everybody. Once again, uh, real quick before we get started, I want to give a shout out again to uh, these countries from people are, are, are listening. I, I want this the same as last time. Uh, maybe one more. I, I would have to go and check. But uh, we have people from the United States, Germany, Saudi Arabia, France, Cameroon, uh, Australia, Croatia, Canada, Mexico. Uh, so it's just it's so so cool, man. I, like I said, I, I I love the the nations and uh, I, I love people in general. So uh, thank you guys so much for the support and just for listening and tuning in. Uh, one of the things that I, I found out or that I'm finding about myself is that I I, I like talking about kind of uncomfortable things or things that's not commonly talked about in like certain circles. Um, and so one of those things is sex. And so we're going to talk about sex. Like I, I'm, I'm, I didn't grow up in like church, but you know, I, I pastored for almost 10 years and, and spoke at a, a whole bunch of different places to youth, adults, one-on-one counseling sessions, uh, marriage counseling, all the things. Uh, but you know, this, this thing is, is kind of, you know, old, older school people would has put a, a shame on sex, and so it, it, it's very it's this really beautiful gift from God that He He's given us to be uh to, with a partner in, in a committed relationship. So anyway, I want to talk with uh with you guys about intimacy, and this is actually uh. A, a piece that I'm writing out that I'm, I'm saying that I'm titling right now, three reasons marriage makes sex better. Uh, one is intimacy, trust, and purpose. Usually when I do marriage counseling, when I did marriage counseling, uh, I would talk about purpose because I, I would only have like a few settings or a few meetings with them before I, I performed or before I uh, officiated their ceremony. And so a lot of times I try to get that purpose thing in there. But this one, I really want to talk about intimacy because I feel like it's just so important. And personally, you know, I, I grew up, like I said, I, I wasn't, I wasn't church. There's no kind of like religious affiliation. People used to ask me my religion when I was young, I would say like gangster, just because like I would be funny, but like, I really didn't know, uh, you know, it'd be like Catholic Baptist, you know, Christian, this I, I just didn't have a framework for that because I didn't grow up in church. And so having been a person who, who, you know, I thought marriage was boring and, and I thought, because I looked up to older cousins and, and, and just some older some older guys in my life, I thought, you know, the what you were supposed to do is have multiple partners. So that's what, you know, I got in high school and uh, just very promiscuous, just just slept around a lot. And so, you know, after a while, like I found like, OK, like this something's like not right about this. Uh, you know, I just I just felt that kind of like empty, that, that not fulfilled uh, life uh, that that I thought you know that my older cousins were experiencing and things like that, and so I just kind of wanted to talk with you guys about um, my process of change, and also on this topic, you know, of and primarily in like Christian circles, but you know, there's a lot of resources that's geared towards men, and you know, it's like okay, uh, men need sex and women needs emotional support type deal. And I really want to kind of break this thing down. And this whole talk was inspired by my, my wife actually did a interview with a, 
a lady named Sheila Ray Gregoire. She wrote a book called The Great Sex Rescue. It is like I, I've been reading and just been blown away. I listened to the uh, my my wife, like I said, interviewed her on Instagram. Like I was like just, just the content that she was sharing and, and the statistics. Like I was blown away. And I think one stat, um, it was like seventy five percent of women in Christian circles, like they experience pain when they're having sex. And, uh, you know, she even like, she even went through these, these kind of these books that that's heavily influenced, uh, more so like Christian service, but just like marriage in general. And, you know, they have some good content, but like, she just kind of really her and her team just debunked them, uh, and kind of like some of the fallacies of, of how, or, or not fallacies, but some uh, some of the ways that it was just geared towards men. And so anyway, I'm like reading this stuff and I'm like blown away. Like, oh my gosh, like I have to talk about this, you know, because like I, I didn't know this. I didn't know this stuff. And I just believe that she's really, uh, she's really just, you know, starting an awesome conversation in Christian circles, but not just for, for Christians, but just people who, you know, want to live uh, committed to 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 a person in, in that, that sense. So anyway, this thing, this I'm talking about intimacy. And so we're going to break intimacy down in, in three parts, consent, communication, and connection, and all of them kind of interlay. But uh, one of the things that, you know, really makes sex better, like you can have sex, but you cannot have intimacy. Like it cannot be intimate sex. It could just be like, you know, sex, like just, just blah, like just, just born or just, you know, just a, a chemical release type deal. But one of the things about intimacy is like, it really connects us to deeper than just a physical thing. And so uh, the first kind of topic of, of this intimacy topic I, I want to talk about is consent. And, you know, consent is, is one of those things that it's really a privilege. Uh, recently, you know, we've seen so many kind of like notable, notable people fall to shambles about allegations towards uh, them regarding like kind of like misconduct, which essentially is them overriding another person's consent. You know, you can look on the news, it's governors, it's pastors, like it's all these different people uh, that they, they, they are, you know, artists, um, all kinds of people that they for be it they're resigning or being fired or being uh, prosecuted for sexual misconduct or essentially like forcing themselves on somebody without their consent. And, you know, the beauty of being in a committed relationship is that you get to get another person's consent. And so essentially you get to you get their commitment. It could be another word for consent, but you get their commitment to a certain act and the result of that act. And so when you have somebody's consent, when you when you and your partner, when you have each other's consent to, you know, explore each other's body or or engage in sexual relationships like, you know, you're promising them you're committing to them a certain act. And then also there's a certain act that's being um, relayed back to you. And, you know, the act of sex, in my opinion, should always be for a greater connection with the person you have devoted and committed your life to. Um, you know, I, I know my i have some people you know that that i love dearly and they, they don't think that way and you know that that's okay but just in my opinion like you know it's sex is meant to for greater than just a physical thing like it's something it's something deeper you know for for so long you know i i uh share kind of like this analogy you know if sex was just sex then a person who has been raped you know wouldn't deal with the, the there wouldn't be any kind of like after effects necessarily if if, it, if sex was just sex you know but it, it's something deeper uh than that 
And, you know, one of the things that uh, I love to do in Colorado is hike. Uh, we, we pretty much go hike. My, my family and I, we go hike uh, just a lot. But when we go hike, it's literally like a whole new world. Typically, we, we haven't seen the trees, but uh, we haven't seen like the trail that we've been on before. And and we will stop and we'll look at trees and we'll search for wild wildlife and point out, uh, you know, the, the different kind of mushrooms we see or or talk about how we think certain things got the way that they are. You know, if there's like a tree that's fallen down, like I'll, I'll ask the kids. Uh, you know, do you think somebody cut this tree down or do you think it was, it just fell down naturally and just, just things like that. And, you know, when we're on this hike, it's a journey, you know, it's a conversations, it, it's a memories being made. Now, most of the time when we hike, we have a destination in mind, you know, it's like, okay, like this trail is such and such long and this is where we want to get. But much of it is, you know, it, it's, one of the more beautiful parts is the journey. There's been some trails that we went to and like, we didn't even get to the destination just because we were, uh, the kids got tired or we just, you know, <laughs> we stayed somewhere too long, just kind of search it. But, you know, uh, part of it is, is the journey getting there. And, you know, sex is very similar physically you and your partner, you know, you, you may want to climax for, for the most part, both, both of you want to climax, but that could be seen as the destination. But if you do not embrace kind of like that journey to get there, then you, you're going to miss out on a huge part of the connection process. And, you know, God did God didn't give gift you sex just to relieve yourself of a buildup. Uh, sex was actually created for you to connect with your love at a deeper level with uh, in, in a committed, uh, consentful type relationship. And so consent helps both people know that I am in this for something deeper than just a physical release. And that's that's one of the beautiful things just about commitment and being, you know, saying, you know, when, when you have somebody's consent, when you have somebody's commitment in, in your committed relationship, it says, no, what, like, this is a journey. You know, I, I, I'm going to grow with you. You're going to grow with me. I'm going to give grace for you to grow and, and expect to receive grace uh, to be received from you. So I'm able to grow. And so uh, the second part that I want to touch on is communication. And, you know, another beautiful part just about being in a, a committed relationship is the communication aspect. Um, you know, being able to tell your partner what you don't like and what you do like is essential to a thriving, uh, fun, engaging sex life. And so also asking questions can help lead to greater connectedness between you and your partner, which all kinds of push that, you know, communication in, in sex. And one of the awesome parts about growing with someone is the discovery process. Uh, when you discover something you, you like or, or you don't like, it can be very beneficial in, in creating a certain environment that you enjoy being around. And so what I mean by this is you, you can begin to shift your environments uh, to your preference, you know, the environments that you have control over to your preference and communicate to those who are close to you why you like this and don't like that so that you can, so that they can respect your preference. And so that, that's not necessarily, um, in a, in, in the, you know, having sex, but, you know, even in, in the marriage bed, you know, communication is discovery. When we communicate with our spouse, it may help us discover what we like and what we don't and vice versa, vice versa, which will ultimately lead to greater connectedness. Um, you know, and it's a, it's a journey. It, it takes conversation. It takes kind of, 
you you know sharing allowing your partner to see your internal world uh allowing your partner to, to uh through through communication to say know what hey like i like this i don't like this uh can you can you not do that can you do this and really engaging each other in in that that type of conversation um the next thing is connection so consent and communication properly done leads to this place of connection. I love saying the word connectedness, but you know, connection and sex leads to both participating partners being fully fulfilled. And you know, there there's needs are met and not just the physical needs, but on every level. And by every level, I mean physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Being physically fulfilled, I'm, I'm gonna just break this down a little bit for, for you guys to, to be able to kind of see a picture of it. Being physically fulfilled uh, will most likely consist of each of you having an orgasm or, or feeling equally pleased by the, the physical act of sex. Now, being mentally fulfilled, which it kind of runs close to emotionally fulfilled, but consists of you having uh, your thoughts in the present moment and also communicating in such a way during the moment that leads to a type of chemistry between you and your partner. And so, you know, it, it's being able to be with a person fully and kind of like fully seen in that moment and fully engaged in that moment and not this your 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 thoughts traveling everywhere, you know, what you're going to do. But being able to be with somebody, you know, it takes it, it could take practice uh, depending on on kind of where, where you guys at or your kind of like sex journey. But, um, you know, essentially it comes to this place like, OK, like when we engage, it's like my thoughts, like I, I'm here in this present moment with you. Um, and so being emotionally fulfilled goes right into this because where our, our, our thoughts go, our energy flows. Uh, you, you've probably heard that before, but essentially, you know, our emotions is our energy in motion, uh, being present with your, your spouse to serve them and, and not be served is actually, in, in my opinion, one of the highest privileges and greatest connection points in high quality sex. Uh, you know, when you when you approach sex, when you approach just just loving your partner in general, when you approach uh, it in the way in, in the sense of know what, like I'm called to serve in this relationship. Like, first off, like I, I want to be selfless, like I want to serve. And like, I'm not saying, you know, serve and, and 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 just don't care about yourself or any of these things. But one of one of the things the, the great things about a committed relationship is like you could serve that person like you. You can genuinely like give yourself to to serve that person. And when both people, when both partners, parties or have this have this kind of mindset to know what like I don't I don't necessarily want to be served, but I want to I want to make like my highest priority to serve my partner, then this it really just brings a high quality relationship in general, but it, it creates these connection points, which will lead to high quality sex. If you enter, you know, your partner and you, you guys, uh, uh, you know, get, get ready or get the mood right, whatever you, whatever you want to want to say, but you enter with that mindset, like, know what, like I want to serve my partner. Like I want to please my partner and you make them a priority then and and don't play into the selfish game that's going to lead to a higher quality um relationship a higher quality connection than if you were just to say no what like it's just about me uh let me you know get mine and, and then be done and not care about your partner and so when we truly commit to our our, our spouse 
we'll, we'll lay our needs down or we'll lay our needs to the side and, and we'll embrace, embrace this privilege to, to serve our spouse uh, and, and specifically through sex in this case. And, you know, fulfilling sex will, will, you know, go into the, the spiritual component. It'll make, fulfilling sex will make you worship God. Uh, and then what I mean by this is just kind of like the nature of, of God, uh, you know, this, this entity, this, this being of, of, of true love who is love. And, you know, you, it may not be necessary for you to have like this full on worship session after you have, you know, good sex, but when you're connected with your spouse and, and the rest of those levels, um, you, you know, you connect on the rest of those levels, those mental, emotional, physical, you know, it, it, there, there's a type of awe that comes on you that that's divine. It's, it's spiritual. It's, it's, it's spiritually fulfilling because it gives life. And so, uh, you know, it's this, it's this almost kind of like, wow, like I get to do this type deal. Like I get to, you know, th- th- this is beautiful. Like I get to be fully known by my partner. I get to, I get to help know my partner and help them in the discovery process. And they're helping me. And it, it, co- it becomes more about kind of like the journey and, um, and, and, and specifically in, in sex in this case, of each other and just kind of like exploring going on this adventure and like kind of like this, this this different place and just growing in that um instead of just kind of like this this thing that you just do because you're you're married but when you when you make your point for each person to specifically engage and and mutually just be benefit or, or mutually be fulfilled and mutually mutually be uh pleased then it just makes the whole experience better for both parties and and one of the things that I really want to encourage, and this applies to any area of life, but I often say, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. And if you look at anything in nature, like if it's not growing, then it's in a process of of dying in a sense. And so I I want to challenge you uh, wives and and husbands, like, you know, challenge yourself, like grow, Uh, ask yourself, you know, one of the things that, that, that I love to do and grow is like, I research like sex. Uh, you know, I, I, I read articles by by people who who've devoted their life to to researching this these topics and 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 study the the female body and these different things because I want to please my wife. I, I want to be you know I don't want to be like completely clueless. Like I almost say, okay, like hey, what about I ask questions like what about I just read this. Oh, what about this or in these different things? And I just want to challenge you guys uh, for for yourself and, and for your your partner. You know, read, research, grow in that area of of sex life is too boring uh for you to be in a committed relationship and have low quality sex and so i want to encourage you to i can't believe i'm saying this right now it's kind of like the i guess it's the the religious uh pastor part of me you know but i want to encourage you guys to have great sex with your committed partner you know grow in that area uh love uh, just just fall in love with that kind of like process and, and that journey of discovery with your partner also check out the you know if you're if you're interested in just kind of more the the woman's experience and just kind of like some some good information that's coming out you know read the sheila uh gregor book that the great sex rescue is just really is blowing me away just just sharing um she's just sharing so much knowledge and, and so much perspective which uh, I'm so thankful for people like her that's really going kind of against the, the cultural cultural grains um, of her of her circle and stuff. So anyway, that's it. Love you guys. Stay curious.